together to celebrate St. Patrick's Day? No, no, that is, typically it's not a holiday that we uh, we share with family. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's a little judgment. <laughs> Take that, Irish. <laughs> I mean, I am Irish. I guess you now know what Steve thinks of you. <laughs> Take that, Patio Hulahan. Seamus McBlarney Stone. <laughs> argue that that airline is what a step up but, but there's um, something about those bottom two that start with an s and start with an f i don't know why what are they gonna advertise it's <laughs> yeah, spirit right. it's frontier and it's jet blue <laughs> oh dang it the representative was just walking in with a giant sized novelty check steve Wait, and now he's doug jet blue come back familiar with uh like the, t- the whole tiny house thing yep, yep. that i think that there's a good possibility that we will do that at oh, some I point in our life so dumb Well, you're not invited for game night. Where would I sit? (laughs) Feelings are still a bit hurt from that. That's all right. I'm not kidding. If you do that, I I don't know that I can continue, you know, talking to you and acknowledging you. I noticed how you didn't say friendship. No. Call this what it is. <laughs> At this point, you and I are here for the profits. <laughs> Those pure, pure, beautiful, beautiful profits. Cash and checks. Cash and checks every week on this here podcast. It's a business exchange. I mm-hmm. walk in, you cut me my check, yeah. you take yours, we record, we part ways. We never go to- spend our riches, and then we <laughs> meet back here a week later once once the account is drained. Never to talk again. It is Saturday, Saturday, yeah, Saturday, January 25th, 2020, the year of our Lord, the Stephen Kyle Podcast, back once again. Let's get it right out of the way, Steve, because... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You, you and I have had some talks on this very podcast a lot over the over the years, and mm-hmm. there was a bit of a proclamation made by you this fall, maybe even late summer, to me. I already don't remember... And, and I can guarantee that whatever I claimed I was going to do, I probably didn't. And we're now sitting here, January, nearly February. Oh, now I know what you're getting into now. And you're about <laughs> to break your own word. And I'm not surprised because yeah. I, if I had a date on when you told me this, I would have... I'm, I'm sure my next comment was, uh-huh, sure, I know, Steve. I know exactly when I would have made the proclamation. It would have been July slash August. Okay. Because yeah. you texted me. We were trying to figure out what time we're going to record this morning. Yeah. I always I always prefer the earlier records. Yep. Because I'm typically up earlier since my schedule throughout the week gets me out. Like, I'm up at 3.15 Monday through Friday. Sure. So on Saturdays, sleeping until I slept until six thirty today, which was, and then at that point, wide awake, staring at the ceiling. Yeah. Dum dee dum dee dum. Right. What should I do? So, got out of bed, uh, did some renovations here in APS three point which I think now, I think we're in APS three point five. Okay, what does that mean? We upgraded the the jumbotron works again by going to an older TV. That's by going smaller? to an no same size. Oh, is it the same? Forty two, okay. man. Forty two. That's a forty two inch plasma. Oh, <laughs> so we have to make sure we don't leave it on by accident, so there's no screen burn. I bought that thing in two thousand in uh, November of two thousand ten when I bought my house. That was my housewarming gift to myself. Like other than my house, that was my first big boy house purchase. Yeah, like. I'm TV. Gonna, I'm going to get a sweet yeah. TV. And I got that. And I remember I got it at Best Buy during uh, during some sale. Sure. There's always a sale. Dragged it back to my apartment at the time. Yep. And then it just sat in the living room of my apartment for about a month until I closed on my house. I, I surprisingly resisted the urge to rip it open and set it up in my apartment. Probably because it would have taken up half of the living yeah. room. So you bought this, and you tried to put this up this morning. Again, how, when was the last time this thing was turned on? Uh, that was... We've used that in this house before we got our current TV. Oh, so in it's the probably room. a year and a half, maybe two years. It's just been leaning up against the wall in the corner right. here in APS 3.0. So you tried to lift it up. It was no doubt uh, <laughs> between 80 and 120 pounds. <laughs> yes, but back then, 10 years ago, 
the new lightweight yeah. plasma TVs. Remember yeah. when you used to, um, if your plasma TV would stop working, you could get the plasma refilled? <laughs> like, you'd have to go to a welding shop and tell them, like, hey, refill the plasma on this thing. I remember. My, my blues are looking like greens. Give me a plasma injection. Stat. I, uh... I remember I bought my first plasma. It was the summer of 08, Steve, and it was a it was a that hard was, summer. Was peak, peak plasma it time. It was, and I paid an outrageous number. And I remember hooking it up and being so excited. Yeah. And then three weeks later, watching a movie. The movie was called Dead Snow. Okay. And it was a horror movie regarding uh, Nazis that were actually zombies. Okay, so uh, mask. Yep. Things that go bump in the night, uh-huh. and a bat, no doubt. All three in the first few minutes, actually. Great. That's and the, I mean, as we know, that's the trademark of a classic of, horror movie. Of every horror movie. And I fell asleep after the movie. Well, it must have been towards the end of the movie, and it went back to the main screen, and I didn't wake up until the morning. Mm-hmm. So for the duration of that plasma television's life, there was the main screen... Main DVD screen of dead snow burned into burned into the screen. Man, I didn't think that that really happened. It didn't affect your TV watching because as long as there were other colors going on, it's not like it you would were like just, overpower it. Right. It was just when it was off, you could always see an outline. Okay. So that's where we're at with APS three point five. Yeah. Is you you hucked a hundred and twelve pound plasma up here? Now is this was the plasma one that you had to? Like, ah, make sure you don't tilt it past, like, eight degrees, otherwise uh, the colors will be backwards. I remember, um, I remember them saying when I got it, like, never lay it down and don't stand it up on its end. So, it always, uh, where it was was laying in the, or leaning up against the wall here, it was just leaning straight up and down against the wall, just like it is mounted on the wall, like that orientation. And, uh, man, for not... Being on in a year and a half, two years, plug the thing in, hit the power button, turned right on. Everything looks perfectly fine. I mean, yeah. the resolution's not the best, but oh, probably had a four eighty p. Sure, yeah, yeah, really, uh, really low refresh rate or whatever. But right. but we digress. The uh, yeah, the, sorry, boy. We are now in APS three point five. New monitors up on the wall. Uh, that is all I did. Uh, I straightened. I cleaned oh, up some garbage a little bit. And by cleaned up, you mean ate half the Kit Kats. Ate half the Kit Kats. Well, we I, I ate my our, half of the Kit Kats. That we received from our friend Trevor in Nashville. Trevor brought four of the jumbo-sized dark chocolate Kit Kats, which yep. we've raved about. Yep. Which, if you're not eating, oh, you're an God. idiot. You're you're missing out on candy yeah. and candy candy bars. Yeah. If you're not indulging in the dark chocolate Kit Kat. So Fix it. Trevor gave us four of them, uh, as well as some of the Stephen Kyle. Uh, uh, non-denominational winter solstice ornaments, mm-hmm. and uh, so I, I decided I'm hungry. I ate my half of the Kit Kats, which you seemed a little disappointed by. Uh, you know, I, I I appreciated the bonding you and I would have when we would share. Well, I mean, I'm I'm happy to eat half of your half. You've mentioned that. <laughs> uh huh. So, um, uh, you know, I'll keep it in the back back of my mind. So, so everything so- everything got straightened up in here. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh cleaned up the pillows on the couch back there okay i uh there was an old dvd player sitting over on the old bed that is uh-huh. <laughs> inexplicably in this room uh-huh that has been used one time in two years that we've lived here right, getting good use then yeah i set up the dvd player and in the process of doing that i did a p90x workout for the first time in eight years this is a blast from the past a this plasma is, tv a dvd player uh yeah. p90x yeah What's next? You're gonna bring out the uh, the Sega Dreamcast? Oh boy! No, I was a GameCube guy. Okay, so you went with the Nintendo route. That's yeah. not that out of the. Uh, not I wasn't. I mean, I didn't have one, but my uh, uh, let's see, like senior year in college, the girl that I was dating, she had a younger brother, and uh, he was he was big into GameCube. So he'd always come over to our apartment and bring bring his GameCube, and we'd set it up and play that. But uh, yeah, I was a GameCube guy. But yeah, I'll get one. I'll definitely buy one. I'll bring over the Surge. Oh, boy. I never liked Surge, actually. Oh, kick it out. <laughs> that was garbage. It was like carbonated ecto-cooler. What the hell's the matter with you? 
So, but we digress. But we terribly, terribly digress. Mm-hmm. So, um, to go backward, you had asked what time. We figured out, you know, about 9.30. Mm-hmm. And you told, you told me, okay, done by 11.15. Yeah, which wasn't a... By the way, I know that it, I looked at the text later and I said that made it come off as me saying, I got to be done by 11.15. Which is no problem, by yeah. the way. But that was just like, yeah, we start at 9.30, we'll be done by 11.15. Right. But if we go past it, no problem at all. We it just, never works that yeah. way either, by the way. No, no, never, never. Because 9.30 inevitably ends up being, even if it's 9.35, we stand upstairs, talk to my wife for a little while, yep. the dogs are running around. By the time we get down here, sit down, hit record, 9.55, 10 o'clock easily. Yeah, it was 9.58. Eight. When yeah. we hit record today, yeah, and we have a fast five to record as well, <laughs> yeah. So basically, we're right on schedule, nailing it as usual. Because we have uh, the reason I wanted to get it knocked out early. I actually considered sending you a text at like seven o'clock saying, "Hey, I know you said nine thirty, but hey, just in case something case happened up. to open up, I know that uh, I don't know what your wife's schedule is like this weekend. I know yeah. she works a lot of weekends, which means that you have to." take Reed to either your parents or your in-laws yeah, to, yeah. to watch him. But I figured, and then I was like, nah, never mind. If he's up, he'll shoot me a text. Yeah. Figuring that, because uh, that, that's happened from time to time. Yeah, you know what? Feel free, though. When you want, If you're ever up and around. Yeah? I don't, yeah, absolutely. Now, next Saturday, probably not, because my wife works, and where I drop him off, mm-hmm. won't want to be uh, texted at 7.30 saying, hey. Sure. Knock, knock. We're here. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, you, uh, you you messaged me that, and I said, okay. So in my mind, I thought you had a, a hot remote at a car dealer. No, sir. Maybe a toy outlet store. No, we had a couple of things that we have to get done today. We had to go and pick up Annette's car from the body shop. It had to get yep. some work done to it. So we just knocked that out early. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were, went over there because I drove over last night, paid the guy for the work, and got the keys. But it was before Annette got home from work, so she couldn't come with me to pick up the car blah 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 so we just went over there it's five minutes away we picked it up today car looks great by the way does not look like same shop that took uh that took your jeep yes i've had that was now the fourth vehicle that they've worked on for me and you're the uh do you get a do you get like a (laughs) a miles car do you get miles for every time (laughs) they punch it yeah Yeah, they punch it every time i'm in there your fifth visit you get a half off yeah next time uh that quarter panel clear coat that's on us (laughs) As a thank you for uh, expanding our business. This is a great local body shop. If you happen to need a recommendation for a body shop in the West Michigan area, I'd be happy to recommend it to you if you uh, reach out to us. Nothing but positive experience you've had. Great guy. He's worked on the old white Jeep when um, it was hit by a county snowplow. He worked on, uh, he did the repair work on uh, Murder Jeep number one, my yep. my daily drive, my daily driven Murder Jeep. What was that thing called? Rest Jeep Resto, uh, Jeep Restoration, Second Chance Jeeps. Second Chance Jeeps. Huh? He uh, did the work on the second Murder Jeep, the one that me that that me he and Cy Nolan Ryan Young bought and sold after a mere hold mere after a, a just a minor transitional period. Uh huh. And then he did the work on a Nets car. Everyone looks fantastic. So this guy knows you on a first name basis now. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So chat with up. him. Chat with him for a few minutes every time I'm in there, and really nice guy. Just uh, you know, very helpful. But as it turns out, it is not radio show related. That no, you it's to, not that you wanted to be done by. No. And again, it wasn't that you wanted to be done or needed to be done by then. That was just your estimation. Exactly. Yeah. But it turns out, Steve, that you have broken. An oath. An oath that I set forth. <laughs> this is something that you, you're estimating you said last summer, mid-Annette's pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember the specifics. Oh, I do. But I remember the general gist of it being, I'm not going to do any home projects for the first year of Evel- Evelyn's life. Yeah, because, and obviously you didn't say her name, but you get what I'm saying. Right. Well, that would have been because July or August, that was right when we were right in the heat of the pregnancy. Sure. You're on the back uh, half. You're Exactly. We're a month away from uh from from baby being born. That was September, wasn't it? Yeah, she was born September 21st. Oh, wow. Never forget. Hashtag never forget. Yeah. I probably won't cuz she's my daughter. 
kind of important. So that means you're going to forget 9-11 then? <laughs> but what, you think that my brain can only remember one date? You got room for one date in there. <laughs> What's your date? What, what do you remember? Oh, it's 9-11, Steve. <laughs> Apologies to the families. For God's sake. <laughs> so it, leading up to Evelyn being born, as you remember, we did our the, the big renovation that we did around the house. Sure was the upstairs bedroom. We did flooring, doors, trim, paint, and then we did the flooring in the hallway. Yep. And the new railing. Mm-hmm. And that was that was an ass kicker. Hired out some of it just to make it a little bit easier on us. Right. And um and we were very happy with how it turned out. Looked great. But man, I spent like my whole vacation that was it. It was work. It was solid work, and doing the floor nearly killed me because it was all of the cuts had to be made outside in 90-degree heat. Yeah, and you only had a saw for four hours. It was the, the nailer. The saw. Oh, the nailer. Yeah, the saw, right. the saw is mine, so I have that for as right. long as I need it. But, yeah, the nail gun I had to rent because it's not... Not a normal. It's not... Yeah, it's not something I could right. use for... It's a flooring nailer. So right. there's no other use for it, no reason for me to have one. In hindsight, though, I've now rented it twice. Might as well just buy one. For, I think, like 60 bucks each time. I could have just bought one. and It definitely makes the most sense to buy one now that you've replaced all the flooring. Yeah, definitely. I'll because probably do that. you've got to keep your eyes on the prize, which is obviously the next house. And <laughs> you'll probably need flooring at that next one. Oh, put a pin in that, because... There's a something about the flooring. There's an update on how, how you exactly have you exactly. Just, you've just been walking on it. I presume no, not an update from me. Okay, this is an external force that has made its way okay. to us. I hope I go upstairs and there's like a hill, like some of the some Put of it it's this warped. Way. Okay, I might need to be buying. I might need to buy that nailing oh that that God. nailer. So we were in the heat of of chaos preparing for the baby we wanted to get all of the work 100 percent done because once the baby's here you know everyone knows oh yeah you're uh the amount of time that you have to do things i mean it basically disappears right and you did you got it all done got it all done yep very happy with it i every seriously every day i still look at it and i'm like man like not to pat myself on the back but we did a great job with this i love how it looks looks good and uh, we're really proud of it. So, uh, last week I was looking, I was in Nashville, and um, I, I kind of get in this habit every week of I pull up my calendar and I look at the next week ahead just to kind of mentally prepare, like, all right, I got a meeting this day, a conference call this day, yep. I got the doctor's appointment here, dentist appointment here. And I was looking at it and I was like, wow, next week, boy, that's great. It's clear. Not got nothing. No dots in the calendar except for I think Annette had a chiropractor appointment, which is essentially nothing. Yeah, it's not having to go somewhere like where Packed we have to up be. For, yeah, yeah. Went to the next week. Nothing. Next week. Nothing. We have nothing on our calendar other than a couple of doctor's appointments and a dentist appointment, like an appointment. Uh, Annette there. Um, Evelyn's got an uh, appointment at the pediatrician next yep. week. But yep. again, this is all minor stuff so that we don't have anything until like the second week in march like six weeks solid six weeks and that six weeks began this past week or this upcoming uh, week? uh basically this past week so we're we so still you, ha- we still have about from right now we have a roughly six weeks so to long form rip this band-aid off <laughs> it took you one week to decide you need to do a home renovation project, Steve. I mean, if you want to be technical, we basically decided before the week had started. I walk in this house <laughs> we today. Were, we were bored for about 15 minutes, and we're like, well, what do you want to do? I walk in this house today, and you're getting out of the shower from your, uh, you know, circa 2002 workout morning. Yeah, yeah I was doing jazzercise. <laughs> You, I was doing, I was, uh, I was on my body by Jake machine. Yeah, you, Dick Simmons, <laughs> jamming to the oldies. 
And your wife is standing there. We're chatting. And she says, hey, where'd you guys get your vanity? Your ba- yeah, your bathroom vanity. Because we did our bathroom. I, boy, was that a year ago? No, two years ago. Uh, and I, I chronicled the nightmare that it was. You're still getting over it. I don't think I'll ever be over it. <laughs> and Some would say an exaggeration on your part. Oh, that's horrendous. Anybody who does a bathroom home renovation is just a buffoon, short-sighted. Okay. So she asked me, where did I got the bathroom vanity, whatever. And I'm starting to piece some things together. So, Steve, tell me, mm-hmm. what's this big home renovation project you guys got going on? That would be a bathroom project. <laughs> and that begins in earnest today. Uh, yeah, basically. We, I mean, technically... You're it, going to look. Technically, it kind of already started. Like, we already bought the uh, the faucet. Okay. There was a... Uh, one of the stores was having a big sale. Sure. Last week, so... Shot over there and found found exactly what we wanted and just bought it then. Knowing that we were eventually going to need it. I just, I can't wrap my brain around it. Mm-hmm. What What's going on up there with you that any type of gap in life, just in terms of comfort and being able to relax, what goes on that the switch flips and you're like, I can't do this. I can't possibly have six weeks where I simply go to work Monday through Friday and then come home and live a normal life with my wife and daughter. I know. Let's undertake one of the most meaningless projects I could think of. I don't know if it's meaningless. I mean, we... How often do you use that bathroom? Do you I use, use it quite it, a bit? Yeah, during the week I use it. Because it's main floor, so you don't... I, I do... Um, since for about the last month, I've been using that's my primary bathroom. Like okay. I get ready in there in the morning. So because, you don't wake anybody up because Evelyn is still sleeping in the bassinet, which is in our bedroom, which is right next to the bathroom. Right, like the bathroom we have our, uh, you know, she's her bassinet is right next to the bathroom door. Yeah. So I just I've been getting ready down here so I can um, not wake her up, not wake Annette up because Annette's still waking up in the middle of the night. Uh, to pump. Yep. And it's just easier. So I had never taken a shower in that bathroom until like a month ago. We've lived here over two years. So you didn't, at that point, you probably didn't even know, but you've had people stay here. So it's not like sure. the shower. That's our, run. that's our yeah. guest bathroom. And yeah. now, um, Annette's mom is here two days a week to watch Evelyn. And my mom has been here two times already since Evelyn's been born. She's coming out for a week in, in March. Okay. So it's uh we want it to be we want it to be a a, a functioning bathroom. Which I, by the way, there there's nothing wrong with your bathroom. It, it 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 all functions. It's the it's the issue that a lot of people think it's you think it's outdated, you don't oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah right? It's terribly outdated. So you're looking to now now give me the rundown. Are you looking to essentially rip this thing down to the studs and start over? Flooring, vanity, counter, mirror, toilet, bath. Flooring, yes. Okay. Mirror, uh, medicine cabinet type thing, yep. yes. Vanity, yes. Okay. Countertop, yes. Yep. Toilet, yes. Okay. Shower, yes. Okay, so everything. Yeah. I paint, mean, and, 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 paint. and I'm guessing you're going to paint. Yeah. I mean, so technically not down to the studs because we're, we're leaving, not ripping we're, the walls We're out, leaving the drywall in. Sure. Probably, wow. probably a door, too. Man. And some, and some trim. Yeah, until you get there, you're like, ah, oh, a door, it's a little sticky. Let's just get a whole new one. Yeah. With a window in it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so it looks like a phone booth. I was replace the hardware. I don't like the doorknob <laughs> anymore. So that begins what has begun. But in terms of the actual work, mm-hmm. this is going to start this week or next weekend? Um, I don't know. I guess it, it depends on today. What we can, okay. if we can find, find anything. anything we want, yeah. We're not the the thing is we're not in a huge rush to do it, right? But but your goal at this point would be to have it done by March. Yeah, by the time my mom gets here, which is somewhat reasonable. Yeah, I think so. Uh, at my Assuming old house, everything goes well. At my old house, I did my bathroom basically by myself, but with, like a little help. I had a friend come over and help with some of the plumbing, right? Um, but I basically got it done in two two and a half weeks and that was working on it like after on work. weekends and yeah a little bit of time after work 
If I were to have, if I had a week, like a week straight, I would just right. do it all then. Ruin another vacation. Yeah, you've got a real, got a real thing for just yeah sucking up that vacation time yeah. with projects. But yeah, are you surprised? No. Are you surprised it took this long? Because Evelyn's four months old now. No, because and I'm not because even in recent weeks you've been telling me that you know if there's a lull in this weather, uh, I'll rip that deck out. Hmm. Yeah. So I, I I mean it's not surprising that you've been having this itch to to waste your time and money and do some do a, do some project. I just can't believe you even tried to make the proclamation last summer that you're going to essentially not do. No, what else could we need to do? Oh, the house is fine, you know. We've got the flooring, we did we obviously got it painted, we've done all this, we've done whatever. Mhm. Nothing needs to be done. And that lasted all the way till you wanting to tear the deck out, and that lasted all the way to the guest bathroom in the winter. Yeah. Yeah, it's... I have a real problem, I think. Well, I wish you luck, Steve. Uh, I'm not... You You're know, an expert now, though. Come no, on. A million years Give me a pointer. Me doing that. Okay, here's my pointer. Don't replace the tub. <laughs> that's Awful. The, that's the one thing that I'm not looking forward to. That was a horrific experience of carving out the studs on the wall behind it. Awful. I wouldn't do it again. It, no. Nope. Yeah. So that is... Um, that's that's our plan. Well, I eagerly await the update. I'll be checking in with you on a weekly basis here. I'll, I'll give my head a little poke when I walk in mm -hmm. here every week and you know see if I notice anything different. Yeah. I think the... It'll probably go in... I, I think we're going to do it in little stages. Do you like we'll say, okay, this weekend we want to get the shower replaced. Then this weekend we're going to do the flooring. Right. This weekend we'll put in the toilet and the vanity, and then yep. this weekend we'll paint. Now, do you foresee any problems? Text messages? Yes. Well, there's no question <laughs> about that. Any text messages on a Friday night or a Saturday morning saying, hey, any chance you you can record at whatever other time? Of course. We've really got to take, you know, 12 hours today to work on this bathroom so it can be done on time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So going as, as well as any other of our projects have gone. Mm-hmm. Pretty perfect. much. Well, that's just perfect, Steve. What have I told you? That the bathroom project was not the only project I was considering taking on. Oh, that not only was this new father a man marred by mistakes, but a man filled with dumb. What have I told you that I had the opportunity to make a poor vehicle purchase and that, that today that purchase may take place? That this opportunity is actually not that at all, but a burden. <laughs> what have I told you that my six weeks of free time would soon be six weeks of torture. The Stephen Kyle Podcast proudly presents Steve buying another Jeep? I walk out. <laughs> I kid you not. I can't. When an opportunity presents oh, itself. you've got to be BSing me. You've, you've just, <laughs> you've simply got to be kidding me. That this is even being discussed right Look, now. When you see... After the train wreck, that was Murder Jeep 2. When you see this vehicle, you will instantly understand. I think I know why your neighbors refuse to talk to you. Instantly, you will understand. Imagine going through this conversation hey bought another jeep oh jesus oh get, come on that's a joke right what you're showing me on that screen is a joke you're gonna sell the tires you're gonna sell the toolbox and you're gonna sell the uh what's that a fan that's in the back end <laughs> i'm not sure what that is does it even have windows yeah it does are you sure because are they rolled down yeah
It's pretty nice, right? I mean, you made some decisions in your life. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, but oof, this one is right up there. What are you talking about? Look at that. It's a 90. It's a 1990 Jeep Comanche. Oh, good. So it's old. Yeah. I, I, I don't I, I don't know what I can even say to you. Pennies right on the dollar this thing is gonna cost. Pennies yeah. on the dollar. Sure. Okay. Alright, get into it. What's the rundown? What have you uh what what's the list of problems? What happened to this thing that that you're now taking it off the heap and you're gonna uh try to fix her up? This is uh as we've talked about many times. Remember, I had the white Jeep. That was my little, uh, that was my tinkering Jeep. Sure. My little project vehicle. And I, I've talked numerous times about how I always picture myself having some kind of little project to work on. It's as a, as a hobby. Which, again, uh, you do. You have a child. It's not a project, but I would argue right. that's a pretty big... Uh, right, but I mean, I also still have my own interests. You're also undertaking a bathroom project. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... A 90. It's a 1990 Jeep Comanche. Does that make it better? It's a 90 or... Uh, newer, yeah, newer body style. Oh, that's newer. Yeah. Oh. Well, compared to a, an 86. Oh, I, boy, I guess, yeah. <laughs> boy, when you put it that way, that is new. I mean, World War II, pretty fresh. <laughs> oh, compared to World War One. Yeah, exactly. Obviously. I mean, come on. So this was uh, a vehicle that I had been keeping an eye out for for a long time. Why? Because it's a Jeep, but it's also a truck. Huh. What a combination. I'm not expecting you to understand a the things, the things that I like. No, that's true. I don't understand why you spend money on comic books. No, that's fair. No, that's it very is, uh, fair. And this is, in, in fairness, according to your early estimates, a profitable project. No, no, this will not be sold. Oh, you're keeping this. This one is, yeah. This is me. This where's is this? Mine. Where's now? Where's she gonna stay? Uh, she's gonna stay in the garage. Because okay, so this is gonna be your project truck. Yeah, exactly. So this is gonna be in the garage. So that means one of you two will be parking out on, in the out driveway. On the street. Yeah, possibly, unless I can find storage for it. So, so not just keep it here but now you're actually looking at possibly holdover cost oh no free, oh. free storage <laughs> those happen all the time <laughs> I mean those just okay you don't like it no look yeah it's got this thing I, I don't want to swear twice in an episode I don't like swearing once in an episode you caught me so off guard though yeah from this mm-hmm it looks like a piece of ass. It doesn't look the best. So I'll, what's I'll the, give you that. What's the plan? Plan is to just uh, slowly tinker with it, work on it. And what's what's wrong with like? What is there a big problem with it that you know? Like, a, hey, it needs a new engine. Did I know of? No. Okay. It's um, it is a southern. It's a Georgia vehicle that is now in a garage about a half hour from here. So you paid to ship it. No, no, no. It ha- I, have, I haven't even gone and looked at it in person. Oh, okay. Go it look was at from it Georgia. It's being yeah. sold here. Gotcha. Yes. A guy that has it here, used to live in Georgia, moved up here. It's been sitting in his garage, uh, has never seen road salt, because normally these things all along here, along the bottom of the doors, yep. they're rusted just out. completely gone. But this one being from Georgia, no rust. At least he says no rust. So, so you so until you really get eyes on it. Yeah, I haven't looked at it yet. I'm going hopefully today. Okay. That's the plan. Um, you want to go? You, want, you in? There's not one thing I want to do less. What? No, not in a million Look at years. It. It's a blast from the past. Yeah, not in a good way. Wait until you see this thing in about a year. Is it still not going to have air conditioning because it's a 1990? It's got air conditioning. Is it a manual? Yeah. Oh, good. It's so functional. You don't like manuals? That's just so stupid thing all right so this is going in the garage and you're parking in the driveway going forward just another reason that, that that's a step away from you parking on the street every day yeah and again 
yet another reason your neighbors are going to want nothing to do with you. You're going to be that guy. Because I park in the driveway? No, you're going to be, you're a step away from having like a, a truck angled into your yard. Oh, God, no. And you're going to plow out a piece of your yard in the winter to park it in? Look, there are plenty of things that I do that are rednecky, but I will never be guy. Why is it that in this area, I know there are people that park their cars on their front lawns? It's crazy. They'll have a a, a two car garage with a driveway a that four is four car driveway that is yeah exactly wide enough to fit two across and at least two deep. Yet they will park their car on their dr- yep. on their front lawn. Yep. If you do that, and you have space to park. You are the most redneck person ever. I even have it's, a pro- it's like the guy that ha- always has his garage door open for right? no reason. I know it. And I Opened even ha- during that whole snowstorm. We yeah, had. I remember I took a picture. We were coming over when it was mm-hmm. snowing pretty bad on a like a night, like 730 at night, and it was pitch black out, and there was the garage door just wide open. Wide open. I also I have a similar, similar problem, though, with two-stall st- two garage, four-car driveway. And you see one car in the garage and then a car on the on the road in front of the house. I don't like that. Yeah, I guess that one doesn't bother me as much. I got to go around you. I got to listen. My na- the, the the crazy neighbor mm-hmm. that I that I told you about. Hasn't he like threatened your life before? <laughs> yes, yes, it is. It's not a positive working relationship. <laughs> <laughs> but he, uh, they have a car parked right in front of their house on the on the road. Since before it was snowing, hasn't moved, so the plows have gone around it. So for that 20 to 25 feet, that's a one-lane road at best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's not the best. Fix it. At least, at least move it into the move it into your driveway when you know that snow is coming. Right. So I'm not asking you specifics. That's not fair. Mm-hmm. You said this Jeep was a deal. Can you... Uh, Did I say deal? Yeah. I meant steel. Oh, well, I'd, I'd kindly ask you to hedge your words. I'd be crazy not to buy it. The last time you told me about a deal, uh, you were negotiating with a man from Missouri for about three months to get the parts oh, the you were supposed to be bought. of the century. Eventually got all those parts. Yes, he did. Boy, only, it was... Oh, it took you six weeks. Pulling teeth. Took him six weeks to send me a seatbelt unbelievable story still kept saying like hey man that is literally the one thing keeping me from driving this vehicle uh, getting it inspected yeah. and driving it and at that point that i don't have a seat belt on right. the driver's seat at that point if you can't just say so or whatever and i'll look elsewhere you know yeah. what i mean that's worst case scenario but at that the point. worst the worst thing was i had already paid for it so <sighs> it was already yeah it should have already been yours but without getting into specifics, mm-hmm. and I don't fully understand, you know, how Jeeps sell because they, they hold their value. That's a big selling point, sticking point with Jeeps. Mm-hmm. Was this a uh, a four-digit purchase for you? Well, not yet. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm getting yeah. ahead of myself. Yeah. But it's not going to be anything like a five-digit purchase. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, God, good. No. No, I'm, gonna say, I, I'm I hoping to get it for three digits. In hey, fact. I just didn't know because... You see Jeeps, and some of them are, you know, vintage or relics, but if mm-hmm. they're in good shape, they're more valuable yeah. than a this new This one Jeep would not be, be considered that. Okay. This is a... So there's not um, a big community out looking for 90 Comanches? No, not a lot. Um, this is one of those things, it, it for me, it's nostalgia. It reminds me of my childhood. I always yeah. wanted one when I was a kid. I just thought that they were cool looking, and they only made them for, like, six or seven years. That was okay. it. It was, like, mid mid 80s to early 90s okay that's it so the pieces of crap yeah they they were designed poorly so they would completely rust out at, oh, like man. at just the thought of snow or salt they would be uh completely rusted out but this one is somehow has survived so wow i'm i mean i'm happy for you look at the joy <laughs> can you imagine next summer let me stop you. When me and you. Nope. <laughs> big boy vroom vrooming up the sand hill in this beast. Ah, oh, Lisa's got doors. <laughs> Do these ones come off? Oh, they can. Any well, door, yeah, any door, any door, can, can, any come door can come off if you want it. That's to. true, Steve. Well, it's a, it's I, a popular modification, yes. Sure. 
popular? Yeah. So there's any other lunatic out there other than a Jeep owner just itching to rip their doors off. Yeah. <laughs> Who? <laughs> All right, maybe not popular like, outside of the Jeep community. Like uh, Porsche owners? Are they just waiting to get that thing in the garage and ripping the doors off? I guess I'm just looking for any <laughs> other car owner who wants to rip their doors off. Have you ever have you been in the Jeep with the doors off yet? No, I don't think I've been in the no? Jeep. Really? No, I don't think so. We there was yeah. we were we we're briefly going to go. No, no, I'm going to go for go for a spin. Not at all. It's a Jeep thing, man. Yeah, I understand it. I'm just <laughs> not interested in it. So there's where I stand. All right. Sorry, I'm posting to the poll, totally unbiased. Car owners weird. <laughs> If you want to rip the doors off. All right. uh, That's at Steve and Kyle on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, And speaking of that, Steve, we we were talking a bit about this before we started recording. Uh, I think the open-ended question of where should the Steve and Kyle Roadshow take their circus act next went about as well as I expected. (laughs) Yeah, it's just like we got like 20 completely random. Yeah, so on Twitter there's 19 comments and I would argue there's 15 destinations. Good. So So we've really So maybe we should have narrowed it down a bit. We've really pared it down to where we're going to go this year. Uh, Yeah, that's a decision you and I will have to talk about if we're willing to fly somewhere, if we want to drive somewhere. Uh, We'll talk about that. Uh, off air but I also had a question because Annette started telling me something when I walked in this morning a bit of a a, uh, because I told her in fairness I walked in and again you were still getting out of the shower so I told her I said hey I think I I thought I just heard the front door open and next door (gasps) so I stood out in the driveway for a few seconds longer yeah it was a false alarm I don't know what the sound was I checked Still the same moving boxes in the front right window. I've noticed that too. That's a problem, right? And it's uh, that may sound like we're you know peeping in the windows, but no, there's no there's no like curtains or blinds on the downstairs windows, and you just see a stack probably three high. Right, it just says U-Haul on the side of it. Yeah, yeah, and it's they haven't moved. They've added some uh, some window coverings upstairs, but mm-hmm. other than that, whatever. So I told Annette that I said, "Oh man," I said I thought they were going to come out. I was going to force the interaction. But as a false alarm, she said, oh, did Steve tell you? And I said, no, but I'm hoping he's going to tell me today. So let me ask you before we get into anything, because you're at the three week marker today. So I have one week left. You have a week to, left for a for meaningful. I think you just you termed it meaningful interaction. Yeah. Yeah. With, outside of just uh, how's it going? Yeah. Or a wave. You at, want like you want to. Hey, my name's so and so. Oh, where'd you move from? What do you guys do? Maybe something like that. Yeah, yeah. a little yeah. The, the typical getting to know you chit chat. Yep. With a with a new neighbor. Now, Have any kids? Oh, what grade are they in? Yep. Did we want? Did you want to give me this update now, or did we want to tease it for next week when you give a a, a final update on this neighbor saga? I'll give it to you right now because a lot a lot could happen in the next week. Oh God! So with, that, the, with the groundwork that has been laid, here's my interpretation of that: you got snubbed again, and you're trying to put a positive spin that could all turn around ne- in the next week. When in actuality, this thing's been dead in the water since before I even floated it to you. Boy, did I get snubbed! <laughs> what? Wait, really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. Now, I did before. I've got a, a death grudge with them now. It was earlier this week. I'd gotten home from work. Normally, when I get home from work, I, as I'm pulling in the driveway, I just reach out the window, grab the mail out of the mailbox, and then pull in the garage. Well, this particular day, I had just forgotten to do that. Realized it like a half hour later, so I, Evelyn was down for a nap, and... uh Oh, let me go grab the mail, see if we got anything. Put on so, your slippers. Put on my slippers. Your uh, robe. Yep. Have my my pipe in my mouth. <laughs> Start mosey out the front door. Now, do you mosey out the front door or you go out the garage? I went out the garage. Went out the garage. So I just, uh, yeah, because the, the front door, if that front door opens, the dogs go nuts. And uh, when Evelyn is sleeping, 
I'm doing anything possible to avoid any noise at all. If it'd be easier for me to come into the garage, I mean, I let you know when I'm coming. Just oh, let no. me know. Yeah. Okay. No, that they seem. They, it seems like they know that schedule. Okay. Like that. Um, ooh, Sunday morning. Yeah. Friends coming over. <laughs> right. Or Saturday. So I walked. Uh, I went outside. I was walking down the driveway, and just as I was walking down the driveway, there was a car coming down their driveway, but it wasn't backing out. It was like they had backed into the driveway, so it was coming out head first. And I'm at the bottom. So that's, that's eyesight because the, d- look at that in your mind. Now, Steve, a car pulling out of that driveway to try to paint the picture for somebody listening. This house is to your left, mm-hmm. but it's not like left, like side by side. Because it's you're a cul-de-sac. cul-de-sac. Yeah. So it's on what, you know, 15 degrees left. Basically, when he's driving down his driveway, he has to turn to avoid hitting my mailbox. Right. Like, that's how that's how in line I was with him and pulling straight out, pulling straight means out. They're looking ahead and like, yeah, it's okay. not a, it's not a looking over the shoulder or right. looking in the mirror situation. So this is it. He's pulling straight out of the driveway. By the way, I don't know if I, I think I mentioned it at the end of last week's podcast. There was a U-Haul truck in the driveway. So I thought this Maybe, is it. Yeah. Maybe they just hadn't moved in. Yep. They were just there from time to time. Maybe they had moved in and maybe their family members are just dicks. <laughs> Maybe. So, uh, he's pulling down the driveway and I stop as I'm like just getting to my mailbox and I do the old, the old hand in the air, one wave. He actually looked down, like down into his lap, like he was holding it, like looking at his phone or something. So, oh, wow. And then he speeds past me. And I turn and look at him as he's driving away, and I just put my arms up like this, like, what are you... What's going on, man? I don't get this. Because it's peak frustration now. It is, uh, and as I've mentioned, every time we talk about it, don't need to be your best friend. Just, we're going to live next to each other for... I mean, we're not planning on moving for... A long Eight, t- yeah. 18 to 20 years. Sure. Um, and I don't know what their plan is. Who knows? Maybe they're going to be here for a year and then sell the house and move on. But it's a weird way to live. Yeah, though. it's weird it, because it, it's two. Uh, it's two people about our age. So you would assume that they're moving in. They're going to start a family, put down some roots, live here for a little while. Correct. Like we, the neighborhood that we're in is not the it's not like I don't know. It just it doesn't remind me of anywhere else I've lived. Well, where it's not it was a transitional like, neighborhood. No, no, it's not like a start. It's not typically your starter home neighborhood yeah. in Caldezac. And we talked about the people that moved out recently. They weren't transitional. I no. mean, if they're transitional, they're transitioning into you know a community downsizing. Yeah, yeah. getting a getting a condo. Yeah, this isn't something. Yeah, okay. So to paint the picture, this is not something that twenty somethings are buying for their very first house. No, definitely not. So, um, so yeah, they he drove right past me. I put my arms up like as if to say, "What the f, man!" I can't believe that happened. And he just kept on keeping on, kept on cruising. So I just thought, okay. Now last week. Or I think it was two weeks ago, maybe the first time we talked about it three weeks ago. I had uh, on the next door app, I had gone and sent the the neighbors across the street, across the Zach, sent them a request. Yeah, that was but that was three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So pulling up the the little map, it still says invite sent. Like there's still a yellow dot. They're not a green dot yet. Which, but they they've gotten. I it would means that they've, they've gotten they've the gotten card the card in the mail that said from your buddy. Steve across the Zach, and they've ignored that. So last week, or maybe the week before, I don't remember when it was, pulled up the map just to see, oh, maybe it's a green dot now. Nope, still still a yellow dot, still a pending dot. Then I looked at my neighbors, and I saw that they were a red dot, meaning they hadn't joined yet. So I was feeling a little crazy, and I thought, let's go ahead and send them an invite, too. Sent them an invite. Forgot about it for probably 
Yeah, this this must have been at least like a week and a half ago. And sent them an invite, meaning another to join. Postcard. Yeah, to join. Yeah, not the same. Not the same people across the right. street. This is now the neighbors, but so still I, a physical postcard. Sent them a postcard because yep. I want them to join. Even though I've never, I've used this app like three times. Yeah, but yet you you have this innate desire. I do to have everybody on board at once. Yeah. Well, look, cul-de-sac movie nights are going to be pretty boring if they're just us. So sent them the invite kind of forgot about it and like two days ago opened up the app they're not red anymore oh they're not even yellow anymore oh they're disappeared they're green so they joined she has joined okay so with next door the way that it works is uh once you join it basically makes a post saying kyle has joined the you know the the neighborhood group whatever our neighborhood is and then people can go on there and like they'll see that as a post so you can click the little button that says welcome which basically sends them like it's the facebook equivalent of a like so it's hey cool welcome to the neighborhood so i saw that and i was like huh so i hit the welcomed button but that wasn't enough I then hit the comment button. Uh-huh. Would you like to see it? <laughs> yeah. I, hang on. Here's what I think you should say. Hey, tell your D-head husband... <laughs> <laughs> to stop ignoring me? <laughs> stop ignoring me and my podcast co-host in the driveway. Yeah, let's see what you wrote. So you were, if you want to read it, what do you prefer? I kept it simple. Uh-huh. Kept it real simple. Simply gave it a welcome, neighbor. God, nobody likes you. (laughs) Yeah, but you—you need. Here's what you need to do: delete that, okay, and never think of doing that again. (laughs) Hey, I think I live next door to you. I mean, that's him. No, oh, I know. Yeah, we pulled up. That's the, definitely him. Yeah, we've pulled up. We, we've done a deep we, dive. We did a deep dive after the podcast last week. So, I think you need to mention something in that comment. Just about, hey, I'm your next door neighbor. Come well, over for uh, well, uh, she can, tea? She can see. Oh, there's no question. In there, who I am. It's going to show her that. Your neighbor said hello to you because I tap on her profile. It yeah. lists her address. So if she taps on my profile, it's going to show her my address. And she's going to say, huh, well, there's only six houses in the Zach. So that's one of them. So let me ask you where the tipping point comes, because obviously you live here. So you and I and you and I are at different stages of this. I've, I'm done with them. Mm-hmm. Done with them, jerks. <laughs> Not one. Even if even if I salvage a, a relationship I'm and become ne- best friends with them, you Good. will never like them. Good. I'm taking this microphone. You can buy your own. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> so, so if I become friends with my neighbors, you're quitting the podcast. Yeah, I'm taking half the mixer. <laughs> <laughs> Seems reasonable. Good. I'll let you pick what half. Okay, but I, I listen. I think there's at this point there's no redemption for them. The way they've handled themselves because they're so there's two ways they could have done it and i'm not saying you have to go around introducing yourself to everybody that's kind of silly but when people seem to be outwardly expressing you know waving or saying hi Mm -hmm. and you're actively ignoring it that's one thing but you know mix in the snowblower at the end of the driveway thing yeah uh and now nothing still (laughs) and then that when did you post that message that that lovely message to her yesterday nothing what what is your tipping point? Is it going to be a middle finger to you? Oh boy! <laughs> if I, if I were to get a finger, that that have to be it. Yeah, I mean, but I would, I would still want to say, what did I do? Yeah, that uh, precise. What the hell, man? Right. Look, I get it. If you're not like chatty patty and you don't want to, you don't want to be friends. No problem. But I mean, to just blatantly go out of your way to ignore just saying hi 
Not even just, saying. I just driving wanna, by. Just introduce waving. yourself to yeah. me. Introduce yourself to me. So if I do see you outside, I can say, "Oh, hey, Doug." That's it. You know, God forbid, like something happens and you know your house is on fire and you run over here to seek shelter. Use a phone. I won't have to. We won't have to have an awkward introduction as your house burns down. Now this is this is a total shot in the dark. Mm-hmm. Since they've moved in, have you, or even maybe slightly before, have you had any interactions with any other neighbors in on the Zach? Uh, yeah, I mean a couple of waves and All right. hellos. I just didn't know if maybe there was now a like a bubbling anti-Steve. You think they're locking me out? Sentiment, but no. I mean, if they're if the other you know neighbors are are waving, yeah. I mean, it's it's also the middle of winter, so you don't see people as much anymore. People aren't out cutting their grass or, you know, having picnics or whatever. But all right, I, I'm just I'm just disappointed. I'm really disappointed. You've got a week left. I don't know what to do. And again, uh, that's yeah. not the only possibility. Yeah. They're not the. I mean, we. I. I mentioned. Yeah, I think uh, that that one. They're lost cause. Yeah, I just if it hasn't if we haven't even said hello yet now granted i haven't seen her at all i've only seen him dead (laughs) i mean maybe like uh he's using her like a ventriloquist dummy she's one of the things sitting in the windows like oh no she you remember new year's eve i looked out when i was peering in there trying to think you saw a head and it was just sitting it didn't move now the plot thickens though because the other day um we were doing something. I forget what it was, but I happened to look out the front window and there were like, like in our, in, in our cul-de-sac, there are never cars parked in the street. It's just, everyone's parked in the driveway. Especially right now, it'd be a bit of an issue because when it snows, all the snow gets pushed to the middle of the cul-de-sac. So if there's a car on the outside, it might not be passable. There were like four cars parked out in the Zach. And I wondered what the heck. And I just happened to look out as somebody was getting out of a car and walking up to their house. So it's not that they're antisocial with everybody. Because they obviously have people right. coming over there. Maybe, I don't know, a housewarming party, birthday party, whatever. So there were people there. It's They're not complete shut-ins. They're just not a fan of me. For whatever reason. For whatever reason. Now, I know that you, like, you and I view relationships with neighbors completely differently Uh but in your honest opinion have i done anything to deserve the treatment that i've gotten not at all okay you've been nothing because i know that you would say yes yeah oh absolutely you've been nothing but outwardly uh nice i mean and and in fairness you haven't done anything to i mean we joke about you uh obviously offending jesus (laughs) on a sunday in your in your sweatpants and crocs installing an antenna but they wouldn't know about that because yeah. that was that was years before. Yeah, they were and I, and we joked about yeah you being the trash house when you were uh, after you moved in and you were doing car repairs and <laughs> giving selling away fences, giving away things to wreck. But even that, <sighs> it's your own stuff. But this is weird. This is a weird instance, and uh, I I did post this. I posted a poll on Twitter. Uh, should Steve give up on his new neighbor? Yes or no? But here's what I want. I want all these votes. Now, before the episode releases, and then I'm going to post it again next week Mm -hmm. because I need people to hear this newest one. Yeah, because I have a feeling a lot of people and uh, the the listening audience on this has been divided among. Yeah. Should you be nice to your neighbors and should you not stand by it? They're the worst. All of them. (laughs) I got to admit. Oh, you might be coming around. (laughs) It it took a couple years, but. Might be coming around to your side. Because I don't know what to do from here outside of, again, baking cookies and knocking on the door. It's just disappointing. It's just really disappointing. At this point. Because if they they end up having kids, uh, who knows? They may have five of them. Yeah. I never see any of them. Yeah. But inevitably, if they have kids that are roughly our kids' age... They're going to be out in the backyard at the same time, and they're going to make friends. And... Then, so what, five years from now, when our kids are playing in the front yard together, I have to then walk over and say, hey, by the way, my name is Steve. 
Remember when you ignored me when you moved in five years ago? That was weird. But hey, now we have to have this weird relationship because our kids are friends. I don't know. I don't I don't I don't know what to do. Again, I, I think we're at a stage where if you were to do the, you know, the proverbial neighborly thing and go bake cookies and go to their door and say, welcome to the neighborhood. I honestly think there's a 70 percent chance. That they just don't answer the door. I don't think they answered the door. No, not at all. Well, if you have any suggestions, uh, at Steve and Kyle, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Yeah, uh, I'd be interested. Let I, Steve know what... We need a moderator. We definitely need a moderator, because yeah. we're too close to the situation. Well, right, and I'm and I'm one way, you're the other way. I yeah. say, go burn their house down, uh, <laughs> and you you might bring their mail into their house. Yeah. Mm. I'd love opinions on this, but yeah, those that poll has been posted on social media, at Twitter, on Twitter. And Facebook at Steve and Kyle. Uh, before we go, Steve. Yes. We had a little bit of uh, we had a little bit of show and side gig invasion this past a little week. Little arts and crafts done by one Zach Ruddick. Now, now our friend Zach, he has some designs for us up at the merch stop, stephenkyle.com, merch shop, stephenkyle.com slash merch. His newest one is up there. Posted that last week. I tweeted and, and put on Facebook about that, so be sure to check that out. But he's also taken to... Make some audio delights for for the side gig. Yes. But doing what we've asked for years, which is to get this podcast to infiltrate the side gig. Yeah, we play a game every day on the radio show, a trivia game. There's always an intro for it. And as of late, we've been playing a lot of listener-submitted intros. They've come up with some very creative ones. Uh, it's a lot of fun. So Zach sent me this one day during the week, and I thought, ooh, very sneaky. I like it. And I think I played it on Thursday, Wednesday, something like that. This was played on the radio show. What if I told you that the host of a nationally syndicated radio show couldn't speak and that he was so snarky, he's even called Greg. What if I told you that on that radio show, they play a game of trivia every day where a listener has a chance to call in and win a cash prize. What if I told you that your opponents in this game or the world's biggest boring machine and a fat little piggy. But what if I told you that boring machine had a mean streak and that fat little piggy wasn't as dumb as he looked? What if I told you that I stole this bit from the Steve and Kyle podcast? <laughs> well, you'd probably say, the what now? Anyway, this is Fancy Idiot Zach. And it's time for five questions in 90 seconds. It's time for Dumber Than the Show Trivia? The proper way textbook every thirty for thirty is ended with the up inflection a question mark dumber than the show trivia. Uh, I saw after you had posted that on our social media, and again, thank you so much, Zach. I always love arts and crafts. We will take our time and and play those every time that happens. If you send those to us or let us know, mm-hmm. uh, I did see our friend Dan Shike. Who was in the uh, music industry. Yes, I met Dan in Nashville last week. And he had posted on that that he was working on something similar. Uh, oh, and, yeah. And he and seemed defeated that Zach beat him to it. I urge you, Dan, please don't. Uh, now, the reach of that piddly little radio show over there. Yeah, nothing. Nothing. F- 15 people a week, maybe. Phew. Phew. No, thank you. You can send it to them, and maybe they'll get to it with their big... If they can see it outside of their big heads. Or you can send it to us. Yeah. And we'll for sure play it, because we have to talk to Dan coming up here in the next few weeks as well anyway, and I would love to have some audio to accompany that. Dan, don't give up, man. I want to hear that. I always love that, (laughs) because I believe someone said they're working on a Cheers-themed one as well. Oh, that would be great. And now that... The fact that that has permeated this show and we haven't really talked about it or I mean I binged like two it years. I binged it almost three, three years, years ago. ago yeah and it's still a talking point on this show oh man that was fantastic thank you Zach always appreciate the arts and crafts uh, Stephen Kyle on Facebook Twitter Instagram at Stephen Kyle you can take those polls on Facebook and Twitter. And please, if you have any advice for me on yeah. how to handle this situation. You're defeated. Because I'm completely defeated. I'm afraid that it's going to end up kind of ruining living here, which seems extreme. Yeah, but 
Presumably they don't have kids, so if they do down the road, whatever. But you already have neighbors that have children. Yeah. That, you know, I, I wouldn't say you and the, the, the neighborhood movie night is totally ruled out quite yet. Not yet. Not yet, but... Uh... I, d- I did want to give a quick thanks to everybody before we go uh, for listening to the new sports tape. Oh, yeah, that's right. We completely forgot to mention it. No, it's new- fine. We're on a tighter schedule. But, yeah, that came out last uh, last weekend. Thank you to everybody who listened. Positive comments. Uh, even if they're negative, I don't really care. I haven't so, gotten any. Every other week? That's the plan. Every other week. Uh, last week did a deep dive on the problems facing Major League Baseball in the upcoming years. Uh, not the sign-stealing scandal. Uh, that everybody's talking about right now. So please do check that out, Sports Tape, just right here on the regular Stephen Kyle podcast feed. Uh, you can always call or text 424-30-SK-POD. That's 424-307-5763. And uh, we will talk to you in a couple of days when we do the Fast Five episode. See ya. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.